Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Hello, Tom Canning here and welcome to Berkshire Football Stories, a podcast all about football in Berkshire. This week we didn't have our big chat podcast with Rob, Abby and myself, but I have been out and recorded a couple of chats with Ellis Woods, the co-manager of Barks County, and Tom Stone, the vice-captain at Wallingford Town, ahead of the two big FA Vars third round ties at the weekend. Both teams are step six sides in the Combined Counties League Division 1, and both are playing step five opposition this weekend. Bucks County are at home to Egham Town on Sunday at 2pm, while Wallingford Town travel to Kent on Saturday at 3pm kickoff to play Tunbridge Wells of the Southern Counties East League Premier Division. I should say Egham Town are in the Combined Counties Premier Division North, along with the likes of Reading City and Windsor, so a club we are familiar with. Um, here's what Ellis had to say about the game and what it's done for the Swords. Ellis, hello. Thank you for coming on the Berkshire Football Stories podcast to talk about the FA Vars this weekend. How are you doing? Yeah, right. yeah really good. Really good. It's been a busy week, but um, yeah, it's been good. It's good. We're getting uh, the club's getting a lot of attention, which is nice. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's good. Everything's good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, we we I, I probably won't bother talking about the squad because that's fluid, isn't it? Between now and Sunday, anything could happen. Um, What's it been like though for the club? You you say you've you've been getting a lot of attention. What what's that been like? Do you know what? Like it's not necessarily um it's not necessarily like from outside the club. It's probably more inside the club. Like we've peaked interest with the junior section. This competition has helped loads. Mm. We're really lucky. We were lucky in the early rounds that we had a couple of um that we had the home game and the kids loved it and it sort of like sparked a bit more interest in the senior section. Um when me and Lee, well, me and Lee, as we've sort of like got further and further into our sort of like tenure at Bucks, we've taken more and more interest and been more and more involved in the youth side of the club. Um, so EPC, the company that Lee runs, runs all the, the training for all the kids. Um, and then I, I do the soccer school on a Saturday morning, which feeds the club with their players that are coming through. Mm-hmm. And even at soccer school, I've got parents asking me, you know, are you excited for the weekend? And, um, Oh, my friend said you've got this game on Sunday. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. come down and, um, yeah, it, that's that's been the best thing about the competition so far um, is bringing the club together and and giving it a, a bit of an event because we didn't have like, the club normally has like a a fun day in the summer. Normally has like a Christmas do. We've not had that. Um, so these games have sort of like replaced that a little bit, um, which has been really great. And obviously, it, it's Egham Town. Um, yeah, they. 
uh, appear to be no mugs. Uh, I can't say. <laughs> yeah. I go, bearing in mind our conversation before uh, I, before I started recording, um, I haven't seen them this season, but the the results yeah. would suggest they're no mugs. Um, yeah. Obviously, Barks County are no mugs either. What what do you? How do you rate your chances going into this? Um, we're look. We're going into it um, with the mentality of we've got nothing to lose. This is a free hit for us. We, no one expected us to get this far in the competition. No one expected Barks County. I did. Did you? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> well, well I, had no one else, I had no one else to back, so why not? Well, well this is, so for us, right? So Barks County are founded, like 2009 founded. No one expected to, for them to be in step six, let alone the FA bars at this, in this stage of the competition. In my eyes, anyway, and and I appreciate that <laughs> I appreciate you the, the support, um, and I think that's how we need to approach Sunday's game: is go there with no fear. Um, me and Lee and Jack have done a bit of research. Like we've seen a couple of games, we've got some good intel on what they're about. We know we we believe we understand what how they're going to approach the game, um, and that's going to help. Obviously, obviously, I mean, when you get there, it means nothing because they could have a completely different system, a completely different like group of people playing for them um but um we've done our homework we've, we're going to approach it that way and just enjoy it and like i said before like enjoy the occasion i said to the boys on on sunday make the occasion you know make the occasion for the kids and when you see a kid give them a tap on the head and say hello and you know make it about them and then as soon as you cross that white line then it's you can play the game you you know we're here to play so um yeah that's that's sort of how we're approaching it it was really interesting what you said about this kind of making Barks County a football club. It, mm. and, and that's not to not to suggest otherwise, but as you say, it's not to suggest that it's not a proper football club. It's just mm. from, from my point of view and probably a lot of people looking mm. in, you mm. know, what's a Barks County? What yeah. And, 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 you know, it's a club formed off, off the back of a couple of teams getting together, yeah. um, as you said, back in 2009 and, yeah. and being a bit nomadic as well yeah 100 percent. like we are like, look there's strengths and weaknesses to it so strengths are you know the junior section of the club can be as big as we can manage you know we we can um, utilize resources from across the county we could play anywhere as barks county which is great yeah. you know we're not we're not pigeonholed to either play in bracknell or wokenham or reading or wherever so that's that's helpful and that means that the 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 scale of the club is endless um We've taken the club from um, being just about inclusion and we've added we've added something to the club, which is, you know, you could be proud of performances as well. Um, so even not just us, but, you know, the under 21s, which Steve K is looking after ridiculously. He's so busy already. I can't believe he's doing it, but he's looking after the under 21s, which are basically lads that were under 18s um, that weren't going to be playing football. And now they are. And all of a sudden, like we're starting, to, they're like they're looking at their results and mm. they're looking at their league positions. And the same with our, um, you know, with our um, the Swords team, which were previously like Div Four or Div Five of Thames Valley Prem, and now they're playing Div Two um, in place of our old reserves. And you know, they're they're taking an interest in the performance side. Our youth teams is now taking an interest in the performance side of the game, and that's been aided by. Um, you know the the involvement of EPC and Sim because the coaching's get the coaching's a lot better and they're they're sort of like being proud of their performances rather than just getting together with their mates and don't get me wrong that's still okay and that's what the club's foundations have been laid on is 
community, bringing people together and the kids having fun, which is obviously still really important. Um, but Barts County has now got two dimensions to it, which it didn't have before. And um, we're proud of it. It's good. It's, uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a bit of a wild ride on Sunday by the looks of yep. things. Um, the great news is that anybody who loves FA Vars football uh, as mm-hmm. much as we, as much as I do, the, you know, the, the Vars has just even personally, the Vars has given me so many opportunities, mm-hmm. not least last season with, uh, with following Binfield, but sure. um, you know, people who love the Vars, people who are interested in the Vars, they've got two yeah. shots at it. They've got, they can go up to Wallingford on Saturday. Yeah, and they can come so. to you guys on Sunday. That get, because, uh, Binfield are at home themselves, aren't they? That's why your game's on the Sunday, is that right? Yeah, they're playing on the Saturday, which is why yeah. we've got the Sunday fixture. I'm hoping, really hoping the weather holds off. That's, yeah. that's my big concern. Is <laughs> we've gone to a lot of effort, done loads of tweeting and Instagramming and Facebooking and sharing you know, internal email yeah. comms to all the players, to all the kids and to all the parents and trying to build a bit of momentum towards the weekend. And I just hope the weather holds off and we can get the game on and um and enjoy it like enjoy another occasion which is the big bit for us like i say these kids haven't been able to get together and do their big fun day with the bouncy castles and the barbecues for the last two years and um or last year specifically sorry so um we hope that we can sort of emulate that a little bit at least ellis good luck to you on sunday thank you so much and thanks for all your support really appreciate it not a problem mate Thank you there for, to Ellis for his time. Uh, really good to speak to him uh, today. Uh, and good luck to Barks County this weekend. Hopefully they will be in the draw on Monday. And meanwhile, uh, Wallingford Town. Now, as many people know who listen to our chat podcast, we do cover Wallingford Town. Wallingford Town technically, though, isn't in Berkshire owing to some political nonsense way back in the mid-70s. But do you know what? We like the club, so we follow them. And there's a number of clubs that don't quite fit into that, that boundary. But Wallingford Town is one of the clubs that we follow and we were fortunate enough to catch up with the club's vice captain Tom Stone uh, who had a chat with us uh, and talks about the journey what it's all going to mean for the club and you know the way that the club is being embraced by the town due to the cup run. Tom Stone, Vice Captain of Wallingford Town. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thanks for thanks for joining me at this late hour. Um, I, I understand you've had you've had quite a busy day. You must be quite excited about tomorrow. Massively, yeah. You know, like most players at this level, I've obviously got a day job, and I've been racing around today. To be honest, getting ready for tomorrow, just ensuring that dotting eyes and crossing t's ahead of tomorrow. Um, yeah, we're very excited to make the trip across the Tunbridge Wells. Fantastic, and and you're heading down to Kent. I know, I know from uh, last not last season, the season before, I jumped on the coach with Binfield to Deal, and that's yeah. far. And Kent is just like on the map; it doesn't look that far, but it's it is. Hours, I reckon it's good. I reckon maybe up to three hours to be honest on a Saturday. Um, but to be fair to, to Lee and the coaching team, they they put everything on for us in the morning. Yeah. You know, we're, we're meeting really early, making sure our prep is as good as possible. We're getting down there with a good good amount of time to spare as well, so we can, you know, get ready for the game in in a bit of uh, bit of peace. Because I think we are expecting, yeah, quite a good atmosphere down there at Tunbridge Wells. They tend to get you know five hundred up to seven hundred even for some mm-hmm. of their home games. So, 
yeah, we're, we're excited. We've got a couple of supporters coaches actually coming with us tomorrow as oh, well. Fantastic. So, yeah, it should be good. It should be good. Um, so I think they're traveling down with us as well. So yeah, very much looking forward to it. I've seen uh, I've seen Wallingford a couple of times this season for for family reasons. One of the few one of the few times I've been to games this season, and I've seen Wallingford twice. So so you're doing quite well out of me. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I saw you. I saw the Ascot game, and that was, that was you. You strike Wallingford strike me as as being a team that are just going to go out. They have no fear. It doesn't matter if it's two nil, three nil. You just we always score. We, we, we always always score. And I think what Lee's done, he's got a real great blend of experience and youth. Um, you know, I'm I'm 33. I'm our oldest player, um, and there's a couple of us over the age of 30. Yeah. And but really, but to be honest, it's a it's a young team. It's a very hungry team, and every time we go forward, our attacking players, you know, we've got six or seven attacking players vying for those spots, and all of them have got goals in them. So we always score. And I know uh, Lee, I think before the Ascot game came on and said exactly the same thing to you, we always tend to yeah. score. Um, and I think, yeah, that's why we've probably had quite a few exciting games when you look back at our Vars run, you know, starting at Clanfield, where we beat Clanfield 3 2. Then we went to Bishop's Cleave, drew 4 4, and then won on Pens. Yeah. Um, Scott two 0 down where you were at, and then we came back and won on pens that day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we all do you do you guys practice penalties? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you it's such a cliche, isn't it? But you can't really no ever match versus uh, versus the Saturday when you do. But no, we, we've been practicing penalties. We've been practicing various bits in the lead up and the lead up, lead up to this game. And I think that's one thing. The, the coaching staff here, you know, I've played for a fair few clubs across really the UK. Like I was in Birmingham for a bit, then London, and now settled here in Wallingford. And I think one thing that really strikes me with this coaching staff is that they have an extremely professional manner to, to them for this level of football. You know, we've we've watched um, Tunbridge play a couple of times. We know a lot about them. We've known a lot about each of our, of our VARs, um, you know, opponents. And, uh, and that's just testament to the job that the coaching guys are doing because all of that information massively helps us when we go out and play on a Saturday. And so what, what is the process tomorrow morning? What time are you starting? Early, mate. It's very early. <laughs> so we're meeting, uh, we're meeting at around about nine o'clock and we'll have a breakfast together. Um, and then we are hopping on the coach, I believe, at around about half ten. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the food's being provided for us in terms of lunch, etc. Hopefully we'll get down there around about, you know, quarter to one, one o'clock-ish, which gives us a good couple of hours before the kickoff. Like I mentioned at the start, we are expecting them to be bringing a fair few fans. Like they've, they've got good home gates. I think that's one thing we have seen from their home games. You know, their fans do tend to be their extra 10% really. Um, so we're aware of that going into the game. And I think, you know, we want to go there and, and try and silence them, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we're very much looking forward to it. And and, and maybe I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but how far can Wallet? Obviously, the, the important thing, look, just looking at it, the important thing for, to me is that next season, Wallingford don't have to go through the qualifying rounds because you're in the third round. So it's, but this, thinking about this season, how, how obviously it's a huge game, you, you, you know, and, and, and you, we've talked about that. How far can Wallingford go, do you think? It's a great question. I think, our number one priority this year is to get out of step six and get into step five football. You know, we're unbeaten in the league. We've, we've played a lot less games than everyone else around us. Yeah. So we want to get out, we want to get out of Div 1 and we want to get into the Prem Combined Counties. So I think that's our number one goal. You know, we've beaten um, three step five teams already and Bishop's Cleave, top of the Prem. Yeah. North Greenford came to us as the highest goal scorers at that level. You know, they've got their number 10. He scored a hatful of goals at that level. And um, we beat them. And then obviously Ascot, you know, no mugs, cracking squad. <laughs> great, great, great setup. And we beat them as well. 
we really don't tend to fear anyone, to be honest with you. And I think that it comes across in the way we play. We're trying to, again, old cliche, we're trying to take each game and each team, we have to, you know, respect them to a certain to, to, to a certain extent. They're a good team. They're, you know, they're well set up. Um, but honestly, we're not fearing anyone. We're going to go there. We're going to, you know, leave everything out there, leave with no regrets. And uh, we'll see, we'll see where, the, where the next round takes us, hopefully. <laughs> it's a, it's it's an absolutely stunning stunning cup run. I I spoke to uh, a guy called Phil Annetts who had oh, yeah. a vague involvement in uh, in what not vague he, he was involved in Wallingford Town a long time ago. Indeed. He calls it the the egalitarian cup. You know any any club could win it. And but it, it's hard. It's funny. It's, I don't know. I, I find it odd that the the, the two reps. I, I say Berkshire representatives to me. Yeah. That's still Wallingford. You know. But yeah. you it's step two step six sides are going are going along and and it seems like the 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 step five sides in the county are struggling a little bit at step five, but but yeah, in step step six, there's there's yourselves, Eversley, Sandhurst, a couple of the other sides that are really pushing on. That must give you some real some real sort of belief that that a you can go on in the vars and b if you get up, carry it on next season. Absolutely, I think the vars, you know, step five and six. There's not a, a great deal between kind of mid-table and in the league above and, and the top half of our league, if we're being honest. And I think so I think if we were to go up, you know, we believe that we would have a good shot at step five too. I think our league in particular this year is a strong league. You know, London Lions are, are mm. clearly a good side. Um, you've got the likes of Hilltop, who Sandhurst, um, sorry, who Tunbridge obviously beat a couple of rounds ago as well. You know, they're they're the top two, but Sandhurst are top six. You know, you mentioned Eversley, I think they're third or fourth as well at the moment. There's some really good sides in that league. Even, you know, Barks County, I think they're top eight. There's some good sides. Um, and I think every week in our league is a tough game. So Saturday's a tough game, Tuesday's a tough game, which then means when we start to play against step five teams in, in cups such as this, you know, it, the level isn't massively off what we're playing in actually our league at the moment. And I think that really helps us because I think if you're step six team playing against other good step six teams, it gets you much better prepared for a step five opponent. Um, so I think we're quite lucky in that sense that every league game is so tough. We're quite we're more than ready when it comes to a step five opponent. Um, just just to finish off, I spoke to Ellis Woods, who's the joint manager of Barks County, just previously yeah. on the podcast. Um, yeah. He said the one thing the Vars has done has brought the club some recognition within the club. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Wallingford share the space with a rugby club and numerous other sports clubs what was the vars done what's this run done for wallingford football club i think for the town it's, it's created a real buzz around the town i think after every vars game you know we'll, we'll go for a bit of a celebration etc and i think it's just great to get the town involved in something wallingford town as a football club deserves to be you know step five and above really and i think it's only this year for the first time in a few years that people are starting to really take the football club seriously again within the town so there's a genuine, genuine buzz around the place. Um, I think within the sports club over there, like you said, there's a you know rugby team, tennis co- teams, and all this sort of stuff. But the, yeah, the, the football team is is taking a lot of the limelight at the moment, and you know, and, and long may that continue. I think it just allows, and it also allows our you know we don't have a huge fan base here in Wallingford, but we we're noticing our league gates are going up now as a result of our Vars run which also helps the club and it helps all of all of the other teams within the club, not just the first team. It helps, you know, the under 21s, it helps the younger teams, you know, the ladies team that helps as well. So it's only good news, uh, this this Vars run, both internally for the club itself, but also for the town. It's, it's really, really great for them to get something to get behind. Just to, just to finish off then, you've given me one last question. Um, if if it all goes well tomorrow, where will you be? Where, where, where in Wallingford is going to get the, it's going to see a bit of an upturn in there. Uh, we tend, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good question. So we tend to go to uh, the old post office. Has been a bit of a 
a haunting uh, bit of a jaunt, so to say, after <laughs> after a game, we've been there a few times. Um, but yeah, we, we tend to do a bit of a bar crawl across Lovely. across the uh, across the town. And actually, to be honest, Wallingford is blessed with a few bars, which is you know it gives you it gives you six or seven to pick from. Um, but yeah, we'll be in the town centre. I'm sure you know the, the coach journey means we probably won't be back anyway until yeah. half eight nine o'clock. Um, but yeah, for sure we'll be we'll be hitting hitting uh, various places up in in Wallingford if we get that win tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's. Fingers crossed, as you can probably tell, we're all very excited by it and we can't wait for tomorrow now, to be honest, Tom. Tom, thank you ever so much for joining me. Not a problem. Cheers. My thanks there to Tom Stone and also previously Ellis Woods. As I mentioned, those two teams are in action in the FA Vars third round over the weekend. Wallingford Town travelled to Tunbridge Wells in Kent on Saturday, a 3pm kickoff, And Barks County are at home on Sunday. They play at Binfield Football Club's Hill Farm Laying Ground. That is at 2pm on Sunday. Please do get along to these games if you can. There's plenty of other fixtures in Berkshire. You can see all of these on the Football in Berkshire website. Just head to www.footballinberkshire.co. UK. I guess all that's left to say is to roll the credits and just say this episode of Berkshire's Football Stories was hosted by me, Tom Canning, who featured special guests Tom Stone and Ellis Woods. Um, it was cobbled together by me, uh, and our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook, and at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Thank you for listening. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 that's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.